0: Hello, good morning, good morning, everybody. Jason here for another coffee and a chat, Uh, Wealth Coffee Chat, good morning. While the uh, Facebook Live is warming up, as always, I'll do the quick intros. Hopefully everyone is awesome and well today. Uh, For those who are joining for the first time, Jason Witten's my name. Each morning, get together with some some crazy crew and talk about the world of property investing and, we're on a bit of a journey here. I always say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Property investing is certainly not a get-rich-quick scheme. Uh, it is something that takes time, takes focus, and uh, certainly takes uh, some grit and patience over time. So uh, welcome this morning. We're going to chat a little bit. Um, uh, in a little bit, we've got a few people jumping on, which is awesome. Morning, James. Morning, uh that person, whoever you are, good morning. Great to see you. Um, oh, Karen, great to see you also. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, listen, uh, for those who are joining, who've never met me before, uh, been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors over 18 across Australia and New Zealand, and um, along the way, done a few property deals, and paid attention and paid attention. uh, And, uh, you know, we're sharing a little bit of the wisdom each morning on these Wealth Coffee chats. If you want to subscribe to these, we're actually doing them as a podcast as well, a little quick snippet um, that you can subscribe to on either iTunes or Spotify. So, um, um, yeah, if you want to catch up on these, maybe subscribe as well. Morning, Marion. Good morning, good morning, everybody. All right, well, it's good. Facebook Live's warmed up. We've got a few people jumped on right now, which is excellent. Hey, this morning, let me put my coffee down. This morning, I wanted to talk to you about supply. Uh, and um, in Australia right now, the supply chain is absolutely stuffed. Uh, it, it's broken. It's, it, it's, it's been absolutely poleaxed. And the reason why our construction Supply chain in Australia has been Polack started um, like three years ago now, maybe even a bit more, when APRA had um, a a crazy idea to restrict lending in Australia because uh, it thought that uh, that lending was causing other issues. Uh, Consequently, they found out that it's not causing uh, issues. Uh, It's actually causing issues now. Along comes COVID and things implode and uh, blow up but this morning i wanted to talk about the supply chain of construction of real estate and the time frame that uh, that supply chain is going to um, uh, going to take to get back up and running and i wanted to talk about what we can do about that um, as a property investment uh, a property investor and uh, where we can take advantage of it and uh, where we've got to keep an eye out for it as we go along. If we have a look at the marketplace and we sort of say, all right, well, let's go zero and let's go five years. Because uh, what I know for a fact, having done a number of developments myself, hey, good morning, Michelle, having done a number of developments myself and also working in the building and development industry for over um, 20-odd years and understanding uh the idea of how to bring a property to market, uh, it, t- it takes uh, quite a lot of time. At the moment, if we have a look at, um, as of today, the supply chain in some places has fallen um, in some places close to 90%. What does that mean? It means the approvals, the properties being approved to be constructed or built in the future, the development approvals, they're called DAs, the development approvals have fallen significantly in Australia. Now, um, and uh, that's an interesting thing because prior to 17, 2017, 2018, we had a bit of a boom, all right? So we have um, right now one of the worst undersupplies, construction undersupplies we have seen in over 10 years, okay, in over 10 years. Now, what that has done is is really turned a marketplace that was uh, in a bit of a balanced supply and turned it to a massive undersupply, like I said. And right now, the only reason the world isn't melting down when it comes to residential real estate is that uh, we don't have the immigration because of COVID coming into Australia right now, okay? So it's a really interesting thing, even though we don't have uh, immigration coming in, we still have a massive undersupply in our residential real estate. For those who are are lucky enough to get, uh, get their foot on, get their hands on a piece of real estate right now, you're going to get some positive pressures, okay, as we go along. But right now, ground zero, how long would it take to turn this undersupply into balance, or uh, or start to bring it back into um, uh, into some sort of measurable or acceptable supply chain. Let me let me show you just quickly a timeline here. Now, there's three parts to uh, a development process, so I just want to explain what that might be. All right, uh, and I'm gonna I'm going to talk at the front, which is the the acquisitions, the due diligence um, on the property and the development approval, okay? So there's the three parts at the start of any development, any deal to be provided to the marketplace, which will take um, a a serious amount of time, all right? This time here, find the property, do the due due diligence on the property, and, sell, um, and get the approval on the property, that can easily take anywhere from 12 to 36 months. Okay, 12 to 36 months. So if you have a think about right now, if we were to say, all right, everybody, let's get on with it. We've got a massive undersupply in Australia right now. We need more properties to be constructed. You, um, it, would, it would take a, re- a lot of, a lot of time, okay? Buy the property, do the due diligence and get the development approval, 12 to 36 months. The middle part is the hard part, all right? And this is where APRA came in and stomped around and caused a bunch of issues. This is the the finance and the what's called a pre-sales, pre-sales part, okay? This is where APRA caused the massive issues in Australia because pre-sales, okay, so so let let me go back. For you to get finance from a bank, if you're a developer, you have to sell a certain amount of your development properties off the plan in advance, okay? And uh, the the finance guys might say, you need to sell 60 to 80% of those properties off the plan before we're going to fund and finance your uh, finance your project. Uh, when APRA came along and absolutely polaxed finance, that was taking that was taking like two years or three years to get done. It was crazy. But finance and pre-sales that can take anywhere. After this, so this is kind of uh, after that can take anywhere from 12 months to 24 months. Also, okay, so. Get, get it started, get it sold, get it fully financed, et cetera, et cetera um, as we go. And then to build the property, this is the building um, building part, building and construction, that could take easily 12 months to 36 months also. Now if you look right now, when would we as investors um, be aware of this property? or the opportunity, well, we usually get sort of introduced about here, okay? So we're seeing the back end, we're seeing the back of the the supply chain as we're coming through, okay? So if you think about it right now, gang, we are at like the worst supply Australia has had for ages. How long is this going to take to get back to a reasonable level Well, gang, I think it's going to take anywhere from three to five years uh, before it comes back to a reasonable level for undersupply. Those are the three stages that you've got to go through to supply property to the market um, and um, that uh, there's no other way to do it. There's no magic wand uh, right now. Some interesting things happening, though, in in this whole section. What's going on over here? in this section, is that uh, these properties are now worth more. The value has gone up and then um, the dollars aren't stacking up. So the due diligence on those properties aren't stacking up. So, you know, now because the market's going and booming and stuff, uh, vendors are wanting to sell it for more. That's, that's pole-axing. In this section here, again, this is still hard because of the APRA restrictions and lending. I think they'll unlock soon, fingers crossed. But the big issue right now is this, construction prices are going up. Construction costs are going up. We had one of our um, uh, builders in uh, yesterday, a few of you guys might might remember him. Uh, as we go, um, uh, Alex Wheeler, and uh, he was talking about roofing. Like you're just just putting a roof on a house um, has gone up um, significantly, almost 50 or 60% increase in putting a roof on a house just recently because there's not enough roofers uh, in Queensland building houses. So it's an interesting one as we go. So gang, what can we do about that? What's that going to mean for us as property investors? Uh, well. Um, What's that going to mean? We've got some good things coming our way. Uh, Number one, uh, our values will go up. And uh, many of you guys are seeing that right now. Our values are increasing across many of the areas and locations, which is fantastic. Uh, It's not going up everywhere, just so we all know, but uh, many values and areas are going up. Number two, uh, also, our rents will go up. I think the rents are going to go up a bit later. The rents will probably get some pressure, more pressure by the end of this year and early next year, uh, which will be which will be interesting. Um, and number three, this will help you um, in reality right, recycle your equity faster. Um, when you are in your acquisition phase. Remember, gang, acquisition, consolidation, lifestyle. In the acquisition phase, the faster your, uh, your deposit can come back out of a deal, goes into a deal and then comes back out, the faster you can get uh, your, um, your next purchase done, okay? So hopefully that makes sense, uh, gang, um, as we're going along. There was a question here, um, and I'm not quite sure who asked it, and someone said, I thought 30%. um, I'm assuming, um, whoever that is, you are asking about this section here, which is the pre-sales section. And uh, certainly, when it comes to uh, larger developments, depending on um, who you are and who you're lending from, there's a bit of a mix on that. But um, the number one thing the lenders want to know from a developer's point of view or lending money to a developer or a builder or even an investor, you have what's called um, 100% 100 debt cover. Okay, which means the amount of money that you're borrowing the pre-sales need to equal 100 percent or more of the debt you're borrowing okay now we're diving sort of deep into the the details of it right now but you know if you've got a lot of money let's say let's say your total development is going to cost you five million dollars uh that'd be a very small development but let's say your total development is going to cost you five million dollars and you only want to borrow two million dollars then the number of pre-sales percentage-wise would be far less than 60 to 80%. Okay. Um, so it depends on how much money you've got to put in and depend on how much uh, you have borrowed to cover that uh, as, as we go. So what I was talking about here, this would be the maximum at the top end when you're saying, all right, I want to borrow as much as I can to get the project uh, off the ground because many projects are worth, you know, 30, 40, 50, hundred million dollars to get done. So uh, most developers are borrowing, Um, so yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, development lending is very different to residential investment lending, Um, so um, good. All right, gang, well, I think, um, uh, yeah, that was uh, about 15 minutes long, so hopefully that made sense because there's a great opportunity for us to be involved in the pressure that's building up right now. I reckon we've got a good two to three year run that's gonna go in our way. Again, gang, don't, don't, uh, don't underestimate uh, this, com- this comment, which is don't just buy any old piece of rubbish. Don't get desperate at these times, because what happens is we buy something, we overlook um, the, the long-term quality value for the short-term gain, and you'll end up with a piece of rubbish property in the future that you wish you didn't buy. Buy well, never sell is my catch cry. Buy a good quality thing in a good location. If you want some help with that, reach out. That's what our coaches do. That's what our team does. Um, But anyway, that's it from me today. Uh, Coffee and a chat done. Join me tomorrow for another chat. Hey, Sharon, good to see you. (laughs) Great to see you, Sharon. Thanks, babe. Thanks for the shout out. Um, Coffee and a chat done. Hopefully uh, it made sense and um, have an awesome Tuesday. March the 16th, done and dusted. We're off to a good start for the day. Hopefully, wherever you are, you've got a good start to your day too. All right, adios, gang, see you tomorrow. Join me about the same time, eight o'clock, bye-bye.